that time. Love it. Love it. You know that's right. Mm. If you are tuned in, then you have made the conscious decision to become undeniable in your pursuit of personal, professional, and spiritual excellence. Now, I hope you are pursuing excellence, but if you are not making an impact with your life, this one and only life that you get, if you are not making an impact with your life, then you have come to the right place today. Welcome to this barrier-breaking episode of Become Undeniable. I am your new favorite host, Brad Austin. Killing it on the mic, and as always, keeping it real no matter whose feelings it hurts, while providing undeniable value to you every step of the way. So, let's talk about gatekeepers. Yes. <laughs> we, yeah, man, he's already <laughs> chiming in. I love it. We've all, we've all experienced them, right? Especially if you're someone that's trying to make moves in your life. Hmm. We see them everywhere in government, right? From the local level to the national, right? We encounter them at companies and we see them in the sports world as well, big time. So many times these people try to hold us back simply for the sake of exercising whatever whatever power they may have. It's the only power they will ever have in their life and they got to hold on to it. And they got to try to keep other people down. But my special guest today is determined to flip the script of this dynamic and put the power to succeed back in the hands of the individual and their efforts where it belongs, right? And I'm excited to hear about how he plans on doing that. His name is Patrick Johnson. He is the founder of a cool venture called Rimpage. He is looking to revolutionize sports and I'm anxious to hear what he has to say. Patrick, how are you, sir? What's going yeah, on? I am awesome. <laughs> I am awesome. And that was a great <laughs> intro. Oh, that resonated with me. Wow. Nice. Nice. So, man, let's let's get into this because you've got you've got some you've got some moves of your own that you're making. Yeah. And you're there, they have the potential to be big moves. And I want to do whatever I can do to help you facilitate that and to help you get it out there. And so I mean, because this is something that, in my opinion, is truly unique, right? Can you explain, please just help us understand the Rimpage business model to us. Just explain it to us. Take as long as you need, because I, I want I want to lay that foundation first. Okay. Rimpage is a one-on-one basketball league that's unique in a number of different ways. First off, it is one-on-one, where we're doing three-on-three and five-on-five. Rimpage is introducing a one-on-one basketball league. It's a global basketball basketball league. Um, anyone in the world can join this league. And in fact, we need them to because that helps us achieve our mission. And that mission is what makes us unique also, where teams are at the end of their season or leagues are at the end of their season giving us the best team in the league or the best team in a region. Rimpage is looking for the best player, uh, the best player in the world. And we are going to find that player in a systematic way by first finding the best player in every city in every state, and then in every country. So our mission is one thing that makes us unique. And then the next thing is we have no scouts, we have no general managers, we have no no owners or anyone to pick you and say, I pick you to play and I and you, we, we can't use you. With this league, you pick yourself to do great things. Anyone can join this league, male or female, 15 and up. 
um, we want everyone to join because we want to find that star out there who has been undiscovered, who has been skipped over by the system that we have, and maybe the gatekeepers overlook them for one reason or another. Well, now you are empowered mm -hmm. to pick yourself. And so, and then the last thing is Rimpage is unlimited. There's no limit to the number of players who can join this league. We, we're looking at, we've set an initial goal of 100 million athletes, <clears throat> 100 million athletes worldwide. That's about 200,000 in every country, but it doesn't have to stop there, and I'm, I'm sure it won't. Man, I hope we can, I I hope we can get to that number for sure. And and so, you said it, man. No gatekeepers, mm -hmm. no gatekeepers. Whether it, no matter what level it is, no gatekeepers. The only gatekeeper in this scenario is you, by right. not going out and trying, by not going and playing, by not putting yourself into the league, That's right? It. By by the the devils in your own mind, if That's you will. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Man, I love that. I think that's I think it's really. I think it's really, I told you it was unique, guys. It was very unique. It's very different. And it is just removing, like I said, barrier breaking. It's removing the barriers here. And um, so let's continue to set the foundation real quick, man. So what you would know much better than I. Um, let's start with the, with the stats, right? As far as um, what, what chance does anyone have to make it into the NBA? Oh, let's say the the current numbers I believe are three three out of every ten thousand athletes are selected to go to the NBA. That's less than one percent, and you hear it yeah. when like when I was a child, I knew in sixth grade that I wanted to be a professional basketball player, and every time someone would ask me, Patrick, what do you want to do? I would tell them that I want I want to go to the NBA, and they would all say the same thing. You know, you have a better chance of winning the lottery. Or, you know, you, you, you better have a backup plan because it's hard to get into the NBA. They all said that. Wow. Wow. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself or not here, man. But, um, I mean, how does – help me understand how that translates. Where's where's the bridge? All right. So, you, you, have, you have your tournaments, I imagine, in all, every city going on. Um, and – it's one-on-one -on -one games, right, where the winner advances and that's it. And then it's kind of like the semifinals, finals, and whoever emerges as, as victorious at the end is the, the winner right. for that city or the best in that city, if you will, right. right? Yeah. So help bridge the gap in my mind from, okay, how do they go from participating in Rimpage to potentially making it to the NBA? Well, one, one of the main objectives of Rimpage is to open up a, a global window through which the world can see you play. So they're playing at the same places where they always play. They go to the same park, the same gymnasium, same rec center. The difference is they turn the camera on and they film their matches. And that's what enables anyone in the world to see them play. And so you can imagine who is going to be tuning into these games, especially to our higher profile athletes. Scouts from different teams all over the world will be able to see them. Um, in, potentially NBA scouts will be able to see them. And so, and that's the power of exposure. It's just getting noticed. Um, we have what's called the Rimpage Diamond Formula, and there's a top part and there's a bottom part. And I tell the guys, if you do that top part really well, then you get to do the bottom part. The top part is just three things. You train to develop superior skill, and then you test those skills in competition, and then you do it on a big stage so you can get noticed. And if you do those things really well, then you're going to be a well-known basketball player, and then something's going to happen. And that's the bottom part of the formula where someone contacts you and says, hey, I saw you playing on Rimpage. 
we have this opportunity for you that someone could potentially be an NBA scout. Absolutely. And so does, does Rimpage actually, does, do you guys help with that distribution of, of, you know, videos of the players and how, how or is there, are there plans for that? Yes, absolutely. So first off, every Rimpage match is filmed. If it is, if it's not on film, it didn't happen. That's our thing. And that's, that's what enables us to reach the world so quickly because we don't need to build infrastructure. We say, you're already playing, just turn the camera on. If you have a cell phone and a camera, you can join this league. So there's video of all of these matches. But then the other thing is we're going to work with these other entities like scouts and agents and general managers. So if they want reports on different athletes and, and things like that, we can generate those reports for them. Okay, so it sounds to me like rather than rather than relying on opportunity to maybe show up if the right scout finds you at the college or whatever, you know, whatever the normal norms are in that, in that space, rather than waiting and hoping, right. For that opportunity, you are enabling kids to create that opportunity for themselves to get in front of those people themselves proactively. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. One of the ways I like to to think about Rimpage is like YouTube. I say Rimpage is going to do for basketball what YouTube did for the entertainment industry. And a story I like to tell is when when I was little, there was no internet and there were no cell phones. And so we had TV. And if you saw someone on TV, then you thought, wow, that person must be important mm-hmm. because the decision makers decided to pick them to point the camera at right. them. And then all of a sudden YouTube comes along and says anyone who has a camera can point it at themselves and we'll push their content out there and let the world decide who's worthy of an audience or not. Well, that's what we're doing with basketball. If you have a camera, pick yourself, point the camera at yourself. We'll put your your matches out there. We'll put you out there and let the world decide who's worthy of an audience or not. So it really is empowering them to get out there and get noticed and show what they can do and then just see what happens from there. Yeah. Speaking of uh, empowerment, so I was intrigued to learn about the fact that you're not just, um, this is not all that your platform is doing, right? This isn't just creating an opportunity. You're not just saying, because here's what could happen, right? Let's, Let's just go from here to there, right? Some of your players get noticed, they get discovered, they get, maybe they get contracts to play in the NBA and they go and then what could happen like it does with so many athletes is that they kind mm-hmm. they just fall into irresponsibility, bring the wrong people into their circle who really suck the life and money out of them and such, you know, all we've heard all the stories. Right. And so it was really awesome to hear that, that you are not just trying to help them create their own opportunities, but you're also empowering them with educating them, if you will, on what that life could be like and and educating them in financial literacy and educating them in all kinds of things right. that even our school systems don't teach us man you know so right. I, you, you have to tell us more about that what what is what what else do they get yes. with your platform well keep in mind rimpage is an open platform male and female 15 and up you can join this league so you could say we're we're bringing in athletes off the street but what we want to do is, as they move through our program, turn them into competent business professionals. Mm. What I say is, I will know that Rimpage is winning when our retired athletes are able to 
take care of their families with RimPage money, with money they earn as a player for RimPage. And so remember I talked about that diamond formula, the fifth and sixth sides of that formula are building your brand and that's doing everything you need to do in your life to ensure that you are able to consistently deliver, deliver great performances. So that fourth part is negotiating. That's where you've done the talk part really well and now you're sitting at the negotiating table. Someone is saying, hey, we want you to play for us. Um, so you have the contract now, you have the money. So we talked about the diamond formula. That fourth part is you're, you're at the negotiating table and now you have a contract. They're paying you to play. The fifth part is delivering on your promise and that your promise is delivering great performances consistently. And so building your brand is everything you have to do to ensure that you're able to do that. And that's taking care of your body, making sure you're in shape, that's staying out of trouble. If you're in a jail cell, you can't perform, uh, so you got to stay out of trouble. And then, so, so now you have this thing going where the money's coming in and you're playing, but what we want to do is address that statistic that I believe is somewhere in the 60 percentile range where two years after they retire, something like 60% of NBA players are retiring, are bankrupt, two years after they quit. I want to do something about that stat. And so the sixth part is expand. And that's where we teach them financial literacy. We teach them about investing. We teach them about the business side of this, this game so they can get a larger slice of that pie so they can win. So you have the money coming in. We're going to show you what to do with it to make it stretch. So you can provide for your families after you, you finish Rimpage. Wow, 60%, man. I believe it's in that range, yeah. Two wow. years after, bankrupt. Not struggling, bankrupt. And yeah. we saw some of that a few years ago when the NBA had a lockout and the players couldn't play. And this was just a brief stretch. And some of these guys were pawning jewelry and stuff. They were not able to survive just with that brief intermission. Um, and it's because... I we're not telling them how to, how, what to do with that money once it comes in. And so I like to say Rimpage doesn't see athletes as a commodity to be used up and then thrown away. We see them as business professionals who are leveraging their athletic ability to create generational wealth. And we want to be a part of that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. I think, and, and that's exactly right. I'm, I'm so glad you saw that. I'm so glad you saw the need for that um, because Again, we talked about this before, right? We see, yeah. we see certain problems in certain spaces, and we and, mm-hmm. and just it seems like no one's taking it up, like no right. one's no one's addressing it, no one's doing anything about it. I mean, I guess if everybody else is in the NBA is getting theirs, who cares, right? I mean, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the players and, that are responsible, they are the show, they are yes. the talent, yes. they are everything. Yes. I mean, I, I just. That, that we could go on on and on about that, but go right. ahead. What were you going to say? Like I said, we we want to see them get a larger slice, larger slice of the pie. I think that's fair. They're the ones who, as you said, they're the talent. They're the show. They're the ones who are attracting the audience and making it happen for everyone else. And I think it's only fair that we take care of them when they finish. Yeah, and so it you know it is it's real that the, it it is really just education, right? It's just it's just. That's infusing it. that in the platform, making it something that mm-hmm. that's required and everything else. But by doing so, tell me if I'm wrong, but if by doing so, by educating these players, if God forbid they get injured, can't play mm-hmm. anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Their time runs out, they get cut, whatever. There are many ways their days can be over. Right. 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 So by educating them on these important things, 
doesn't that won't that most likely also have a ripple effect not just within their own family but in their communities absolutely yeah because they'll probably start businesses in the community right and and who knows whatever else you're going to say they're they're going to be able to take that knowledge of of business and translate it into the outside world because with with basketball there's a one-to-one correlation it it really is a one-to-one correlation with how you succeed in business and how you succeed in basketball. Um, there, there are five processes that every business on the planet is engaged in. If any one of these is missing, you don't have a business. So all of them are doing these five things. The first one is you create something, either create or acquire something of value. A basketball player, they have to create or acquire something of value, and that is their basketball skill. On the business side, now that you have something of value, you have to get noticed. If no one knows you have this thing, you'll never have a customer. On the basketball side, you have to get noticed. You have to get exposure. You can be the best player in the world. If no one knows about you, it doesn't go anywhere. On the business side, after you get that attention, now you have to create transactions. You have to have the money coming in. On the basketball side, you got to sit at the negotiating table and work out how you're going to get paid for your skill. Business side, now that you have their money, now you have to deliver on your promise. That product had better do what you said it's going to do. On the basketball side, now that you have the contract, now you have better be able to deliver great performances. You see how there's this correlation, just mm-hmm. one-to-one. So basketball is business. And once they understand that, then they're in the, the seat of the position of power. And they can take that same model and say, okay, now I can do this in the, in the real world. Create value, get noticed, sell, deliver on my promises, manage finances. That's the knowledge we want to give them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I just, I don't know why, and I'm going to throw it out here just now. It literally just came to mind and, and it would be so, it'd be so awesome to see. This is just, just me wanting to make an impact side Mm -hmm. of things real quick. And so Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be crazy? And maybe some of your players will will hear this show because you're going to share it with everyone. Right. What, what, how cool would it be if a percentage or even most of them Decide when they finally got their contract and everything else, they struck in negotiations a what if they negotiated a percentage of whatever it is their deal is to be placed directly back into their communities? They'll do it themselves as well, but having the NBA invest some and then match that back into the communities Mm -hmm. for certain things, right? Not just you don't know where the money goes type thing, but into the education, right. into schools, into maybe private schools, because mm-hmm. we know government schools aren't going to change. They're not going to, they don't have any interest in that. So, right. 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 Into their actual community, starting businesses, whatever the case may be. Right. That would be awesome yeah. to see just that was out of my that head. Was. I don't know, but uh, maybe, yeah. maybe you can help <laughs> make that happen. I think that'd be awesome. Right. Right. And, and I love that we can, we can start with an, an objective. What do we want to do? We want to give back. We want to empower people. And so how, what are the different avenues that enable us to do that? We're in a position where we get to explore that. We have control over that. Mm-hmm. So we can make those, we can negotiate those deals with the NBA or anyone else who becomes interested in a rim page athlete. Yeah. So Patrick, what, I mean, I have, I have to go back a little bit. What, what led you mm-hmm. to create Rimpage? <laughs> As I told you, I knew in sixth grade I wanted to play professional basketball. And then whenever anyone would always tell me, well, you know, you have a better chance of winning the lottery. Me and my brothers, when we would hear that, we would think, okay, it's because they're not good enough. That's why they're not making it. So we're going to make sure that we're good enough. 
So we trained really hard, we practiced really hard, we developed the skill. We went through high school and then college. My career ended in high school, but my brothers went on to college. I ended up filming their games, so I, I traveled with the team, got to know the, the team pretty well as well. So then when they exhausted their eligibility, I got to see, well, what are these guys going to do now? My two brothers got an NBA agent. He was um, Anthony Hardaway and Robert Ory's agent. He flew down to the university, and we sat around the table with my mom, and, and we heard the talk. And he, he got them um, different workouts with different NBA teams, and that was where we our eyes were open to what's what's happening like behind the curtains in the mm. NBA. Because we were watching it on TV all this time, but now we got to see sort of what's happening behind the scenes. And what they noticed, to, to put it briefly, what we learned is being good enough is not always good enough. You can, you can have the skill, but there could be so many other reasons why you never get a contract offered to you. And that was an eye-opener. Because I'm thinking, I, I always thought it was the best, the guys who are, in, who are in the NBA are the actual best players. Not necessarily. Right. Everyone who's made it as far as my brothers made it knows that now. Ask them. The best players are not in the NBA. Um, one example, I'll give a couple of examples. One guy got a contract because he was great in the locker room. Who cares what he can do on the court? He was great in the locker room, keeping the energy up. And so he got a contract. But someone who could play better than him might not. In another case, um, in another situation, um, one of the guys who was playing with my brother, trying to get on the team, he was killing the star player who was already on the team. They stopped him. They sat him down. And they said, we already have our, our franchise player. And he was like, but I'm killing your franchise player. I'm better than him. And they said, we, he's our guy. He's going to take most of the shots. We're looking for role players. So here you have a guy who's actually better than the one they picked, but because he's not their franchise player, he didn't get the opportunity. So those things opened my eyes to something. And I'm thinking, there, there's got to be another opportunity. There has to be another big stage that's, that gives players a fairer prospect where it's your ability that determines how far you go and what opportunities you get. Because we're not seeing that now. And so that's how Rimpage was born. And all of that sort of happened around the same time when, I, I, in 2009, I have my earliest note of, of my insight into ben, into Rimpage recorded in 2009. And it was just a flash, just an insight, but I recorded it. And then I, and then I got the next one and then the next one. And over, over the years, I began to accumulate these notes. Well, by 2017, if each one of those notes is like a puzzle piece, I had a very clear picture in front of me now. And I said, that's what Rimpage needs to be. And that's when I got serious about it in 2017. Man, so they, they, they pay they pay a player hundreds of thousands of dollars a year minimum because he's good in the locker room because he he lifts everybody's spirits so they 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 brought in a pastor i mean yeah. <laughs> what they, <did. laughs> they brought in a preacher in the NBA. <laughs> yeah yeah wow. <laughs> and and you can imagine it's not regulated um so there's there's nothing in place to make sure that it's fair mm. it really is subjective so talent doesn't always right. guarantee you opportunity. In Rimpage, it does. Yeah. It's all based on talent, so it's it's yeah. fair. So it's pure. yeah, that's interesting. So you you got to look behind the curtain, inside the factory, to see how the sausage was actually made, and and it's yeah. not about yeah. the best tasting sausage and the purest ingredients. Right, right, <laughs> it's just, right, right. It's fill it with the sugar, about. man. That's... Make it addictive. Make it whatever. Right. That's it. That's it. Do wow. they like you or not? Wow, that's whether they like you or not, right? Hundred percent. Right. Yep. Wow, yep. that's crazy. 
I mean, I guess it's not crazy, man. We mm-hmm. see it all the time, right? It's it's that's yeah. why, especially in business, one of the things I like to tell people, especially in sales, especially in sales, man, it's not really about quote unquote how good you are, right? It's to, in my opinion, if you can do two things great, then mm-hmm. your chances of, of 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 getting the sale increase exponentially. Number one, you got to be likable. Mm-hmm. You have to be likable. Yes. That that's half yeah. the game right there, right? Yeah. Or else they're not going to hear anything yep. you say. So you got to be likable <laughs> yep. and you got to be a good listener. Sales is more about listening than it is about talking, wow. right? Because if you let people, they will give you the answers before you ever ask, yeah. right? If you ask yes. a couple of great questions, you can get all the information you need to show them why they need what you're offering. That's it. That's it. Right? And. Wow, way to distill it. (laughs) There's all this sales training. There's all this sales training and all these tips, but you really distilled it to the two most important. I mean, if you really think about it, we're we're two people talking, right? We're literally that's what it is. If you consider it not a sale opportunity, but a conversation, Mm -hmm. right? That Mm -hmm. will lead to you, the salesperson, providing value to the person who at least thinks they need it or else they wouldn't be on a call with right, you. Right, 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 right. First thing you got to do is be likable, man. You got to set the tone yeah. and then you can capture their attention and they'll listen to anything you have to say after you've listened to them, yeah. right? So, yep. And then they're, they're inclined to, to give you the sale because they like you. <laughs> that's it. People don't buy from people they don't like. Right. I mean, that's one of the oldest, one of the oldest <laughs> truths in the book, right? Right. <laughs> so... Um, Okay, so let's talk about something else, man, because mm-hmm. how, like, first of all, where'd you grow up? Oh, all over. <laughs> oh, really? Were you like a military I, brat or something? No, my dad was in the military, but my dad left when I was three years old. Oh, this was wow. just my mom's restlessness and adventurous spirit. Okay. So I was born in Los Angeles, but between 1978, when I was born, and around 2020, we moved some 60 times, state to state. So I'm living in every region of this country. <laughs> six zero? Six zero. Yeah. Wow. I believe the specific number, I, I believe it was some 69 times we moved within that time. Wow. I averaged that out. It was something like four moves a year, and it was state to state. We always came back to California. Um, but yeah, I've lived in every region of this country except the North Central and the Northwest. But everywhere else I've lived there. Wow. Well, I'm here to tell you as someone who left the Northwest over a year ago, you ain't missing much. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> no offense, Seattle area, but you guys got problems. Um, speaking of problems and every man, I got how, like how how important is it to provide this type of opportunity to these kids? I believe Rimpage is where the history of sports turns a corner. We're writing a new chapter. That is so huge because we're, we're, we're sitting on talent, and talent will, people will not allow themselves to be suppressed for long. They find a way out. Like life finds a way. Well, Rimpage is that way. I was, I was speaking to a group of, of athletes the other day, and I was asking them, how many of you have. have know for sure that you want to play professional basketball and some hands went up and i i asked what do you hear when, when you tell people that and they said the norm the normal things and then i explained rimpage and you could just see in their minds a door opens 
that relief. Like there's another option. People are empowered when you give them options. That's what Rampage is giving them, athletes. And so you can imagine now athletes in Africa, like I, I was speaking to a guy in Africa, and he said it's very difficult for a good player to get exposure outside of Africa. They may know he's good there, but good luck with the rest of the world finding out about you. Suddenly now there's this Rampage. There's a window through which the whole world can see you play, and you don't have to leave your country. You can play right there in your city and get that exposure. It's options, the power of options. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see this explosion of basketball talent coming on the scene that was previously undiscovered. Here, here, here's a simple truth to wrap your mind around. I don't know what city you live in. I live in Dallas. The, the best player in Dallas is already here. But do we know who he is? We don't know. The best player in America is already here, but do we know who that player is? And so the, the guys are already there. I think they deserve a stage. I think they deserve a spotlight. I think they deserve a reward for being the best. That's all Rampage is doing. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine doing that on a global scale, what's going to happen to sports. And then, and then naturally, I think what's going to follow is other leagues and other sports are going to follow this model. So it's, it's going to have a global impact. Yeah, so I, I I hate to ask, but um, so are you? Let's just play a hypothetical here. I mean, mm -hmm. because I can I can hear and see the the true um, passion that you have for what you're doing, yeah. and so I'm gonna try to throw a wrench in in, in it for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I mean, let's just play it out. Three, four, five years from now, you you guys are mm -hmm. are blowing up. You're 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 in every state in the country, at least, if not in a few places in the world, yada, yada, everything's going on, you're mm -hmm. finding these players. And the NBA comes to you and says, hey, Patrick, we want to buy Rimpage from you. We'll give you, uh. we'll give you, <laughs> you know, $500 million. Uh -huh. <laughs> what, do, what do you do? Uh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing in their face. $500 million tells me you don't understand this opportunity. Mm. You don't understand what Rimpage is doing. Rimpage is going to make $500 million in about 24 hours. When this vision is fully realized, in about 24 hours, we'll have $500 million. So that offer, and then you can multiply that offer times 10. You can multiply it times 20, and that's still not going to get them the sale because I feel like I've been given the, the charge of making sure this vision gets realized. I'm not going to sell it to someone who's just going to squash it so it doesn't threaten them. Also, this is... This is a personal thing. I'm not a serial entrepreneur who starts businesses to sell them. That's not what this is. I really want to see those athletes win. I really want to see them be able to take care of their families with the money they, play, they made playing basketball. If they're not going to further that mission, no, it's a no goal. And you know what? I can say that and also say at the same time, congratulations on what you've done. You've helped the 1%. Good job doing that. I'm going to take care of the 99% over here. Yeah. Well, I'd like to officially welcome you to the Looney Club, my man. <laughs> Where 99% of people would hear that, that you get an offer like that, and you say no, because I've had the same conversation with, with other people. If somebody, you mm -hmm. and I, you know, I think we talked about this, but you and I are, mm -hmm. are, are, are not um, very different in our paths, in what we're doing, in uh -huh. the... In the the true disruption that we are seeking to make. We're not, it's not even disruption in my opinion. I think, I think you and I would agree. We, we want to shake some foundations, bro. 
like yes. shake them hard, yes. crack them, everything else. Yes. You know? Yes. And so I'm just doing it in the marketing space. You're doing it mm-hmm. in your space. And so when yes. when people said, hey, Brad, somebody offers you 50 million bucks for your company. What do you do? You're going to take it. I, I know you're going to mm-hmm. take it and run. And I laugh at them just like I would laugh uh, at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I know the players that would want to buy from me. And the only reason they would mm-hmm. want to buy me out is so that they can they can shut it down. Right. 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 Or yeah. or use it to perpetuate their evil and whatever else, you know. So mm-hmm. if the NBA would come to you with that, you know it's because you're becoming a thorn in their side. You're, the money game yeah. is changing. It's getting disrupted. Right. Right. And right. so the, the scouts are complaining. Whoever's complaining to, to uh, you know, the, the commissioner and everybody. And it, you see what I'm saying? It's like the money game is being disrupted. Right. And that's got right. to stop. You know, I mean, we can't right. have the game change. Right. Yeah. So, and, and you know what? I, I think that, that comes from the mentality that there's not enough and that if we give you more, that's less for us. But I think the NBA can flourish and thrive and, and Rimpage be over here and flourish and thrive at the same time. We can actually coexist together. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, that might be crazy thinking for some people, but I don't, I don't have to crush the NBA in order for Rimpage to thrive. No, you're doing a great job over there with 1%. Keep doing that. People want team ball. That's where they can go for that. But we're going to do this over here with the 99%. Those superstars who are out there, they're stars without a stage. We're going to go find them. Yeah, and absolutely. That's, that's powerful. Yeah. All right, cool. Can't be bought. Check. <laughs> I yes. love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, but she's still in the Looney Club with me, okay? We're, we're together on this. <laughs> yes. Happily. All right, group. Next thing you know, we'll be putting on our real shiny tinfoil hats here in a second. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, so let's I just want to talk again. It might be a little off track, but so so what? It's it's a, it's mm-hmm. we can talk about whatever we want here. So, um, yeah. So I asked you about how important it is to provide kids this opportunity, because I know that many times whether it's their home life, whether it's the communities they live in, whether it's this or that or whatever else, it's, it's not always the prettiest of pictures. Right. So right. like what are the, cause I'm sure you know, these kids, I mean, I'm sure you've hung out with them, talked to mm-hmm. them, whatever else. Right. And, yeah. and so yeah. like, what are some of the, where did some of these kids come from, man? What are they dealing with? Well, first they're being subjected to a system that is not fair. Um, it doesn't pick them based on their talent. There's, there's a principle in life in all of us, and, and that principle of life is trying to seek an answer to the question, what is possible for me? And so they're young, and they have these, these heroes in sports that they look up to, and at the same time as they're admiring them, they're also asking that question in themselves, what's possible for me? I didn't just love watching Michael Jordan play. I was dreaming of me doing that same thing. And so the principle of life is always pushing us further to discover what is possible for me. And then you have this lid right there and this ceiling that you can't get above. And it's not a fair one. It's not based on your ability. It's not giving you a fair opportunity to see how good you can be. We, we want to change that. Mm. We want to change that. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, it's just, you know, again, I, I just, I just, I love that, man. For so many of these kids, man, they 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 don't see a way out. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They don't yeah. see a way out, mm-hmm. and and it's not. 
it's not a color thing. It's just, it's, I mean, there are, there are white communities that are the same, that they don't see a way out, you know? Mm -hmm. I just love that you are just, just, just building that road, man. I love that you are just building a road out of every city, building, you know, out of every circumstance. I just love it. And so I, I have to ask, so what would you, and I think I know the answer to it. So maybe I'll answer it as well, but you know, we have, we have more and more people, which I think it's a good thing to be honest with you. I think it's great mm-hmm. that there are more people, even in the black community who are, who are saying, Hey, look, we have more talent than this. You don't just have to be a basketball star. You don't have to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just be these mm-hmm. two or three things that maybe society expects us to be. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying, I mean, like, I think we talked about this before, but I, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think there is, mm-hmm. as you probably agree, there is mm-hmm. so much untapped talent in the black community. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and mm-hmm. if, I guess, what would you say to those people who, who are saying, man, you're just perpetuating this, this cycle mm-hmm. that lead kids to believe all they can do is play basketball. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? Uh-huh. Well, someone has to do it. Someone has to provide that, or I'll put it this way, that has to be an option. We have many options. That has to be one of them. And someone has to develop that option for them. I, I, I came to peace with that idea, that way of thinking, when I heard this quote. And it was a very simple one. They said, you're not here to solve all the world's problems. Chances are, what was placed in your heart is the solution to one problem. And that's what was given to me to solve this one problem. Now, someone else may have a solution to the other problems in business and and everything else. But in this one area, that's what was given to me. I'm going to solve that one problem that was placed in my in my field. Mm. And then I'm at peace with that. That's awesome. Well, basketball has to be at least one option. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess one of the things that I would if I were you, I might say back to those people who are who are concerned about that. I would say, hey, look. We're also educating them, right? right. That educational right. Co- component, the empowerment component of financial literacy, of negotiation, yes. of you know communication, of yeah. all of those things that some of them may be missing, right? So right. that would be my response to them is that like, look, man, I'm yeah. not just throwing them out to the wolves. I'm empowering them. Right. Right? Yeah. That business knowledge they can take into any other area of business. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. That's I just I, I think it's phenomenal what you're doing, brother. I, I really do. Like I told you, man, I love I love <laughs> disruptors. I love when people find ways to go around the gatekeepers. Yes. I love it. Yes. I absolutely love yes. it. <laughs> yeah. So shaking foundations. Shaking I foundations, brother. Shaking yeah, them hard, it. man. Making people fall down for yeah. shaking them so hard. So Right. So what's so again, I know you kinda you kinda alluded to it a little bit ago, but just let me give you a little more time and room here to expand on it more. Like what is with, with a little more detail, what's your, what's your vision for Rimpage? Take us out and a good five years. Okay. Ooh. Right now we're in the Dallas Fort Worth area. We, we are in those 15 cities and we're going to find out who's the best player in those cities. Um, we just had two new players join yesterday. So it's growing. We are also in talks with a couple of universities in South Africa. who want to start a Rimpage mm. league there. A lot of opportunity there. Um, so 
right? It, at first, we were marketing to try to get into certain areas, but now people are hearing about us, and now they're coming to us. So now it's just responding to wherever the most interest is, and that's how Africa got selected. Um, but the focus is right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Next year, we're looking to expand and incorporate more cities here in Texas So until we can get a state champion in Texas. And then we'll take that model to the next state and to the next state until we have all of the United States. I believe in about five years, we'll have a national champion. Wow, that's cool. For the United States. And in addition to that, I think we'll, we'll have will be well on our way to establishing a champion in, in the whole country, continent of Africa. And then, then we can show that to the rest of the world and say, we're inviting you to put your champion into this tournament. So Serbia, France, um, the UK, China, we're inviting you to start a Rampage League so that you can name a champion to put into this competition. Um, 200 national champions is what we want. 200 national champions gets us the Lions tournament. That's the turn, tournament that determines the best player in the world. Wow. So, okay, so you're in about five years, all of the United States. Wow. So you're you right now, are you keeping it kind of centralized in Texas for now? And then once that's done, you go to the next state or is it is it available to start anywhere? It's available to start anywhere. We have two players in Baltimore who just started maybe since you and I spoke since you and I last spoke. We had two oh, players wow. in Baltimore sign up. That's awesome. So yeah, what is so, it? So we're in Baltimore now. Yeah. So what does it take to what does it take to start Rimpage in, in a new city? Just a player clicking join. Oh, that's, that's, that's really it? how easy it is now. <laughs> that's it. Because even like, let's say only one player did that. So he's the only player in Baltimore, but he's also competing nationally against the players here in Texas to see who's the best in the country. So that competition component is still there for them, even though he's the only player in his city. And then we have our, um, our promotion where if you refer a player, you get $20 for every player you refer. So we, we want to empower our players to also profit from helping us expand the league. Okay, cool. So yeah, he can that those two guys in uh, in Baltimore, they I'm mm-hmm. sure can can or will or should like share it with mm-hmm. Sotarian on social media. Maybe some of their Absolutely. friends will join, and that's is that kind of the model yeah. is how how it expands. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and so for their matches, we have one way of scheduling a match is called play who you meet. These guys are already going to the gym. They're already playing with guys. They can just say, hey, let's play one on one real quick for a league I'm in. And, and it'll be filmed. And that's their opportunity to, to tell them about the league and say, and by the way, if you join, I get $20. If you refer someone, you get 20 And then that's how it grows. Wow. That's cool. That's very cool. What the guys really love is the exposure that they get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It, yeah, our social media age, right? But at least it's, yes. at least it's, it's for something that they're pursuing, like on a path for the purpose right. of some sort. Right, right, right. Right. So do you guys yeah. like, uh, probably not, but I mean, do you guys have referees or, I mean, is it just honor don't system? Have referees or? For, it's, it's honor system for regular matches, but in the pole season for those tournaments, they will, there will be referees. Awesome. Wow. That's cool, man. What else can you tell us about Rimpage, bro? Because I, I, we covered a lot, but there has to be, there might be even be a little more that, that people need to hear about. <laughs> If so, yes. let's, let's First, talk about it. Um, I, I have two innovations for basketball, two surprises okay. that I'm going to unleash. Um, I won't tell you what they are, but this will just serve as a point of reference. Boo! So, <laughs> Boo! <laughs> there, <laughs> there are two surprises that I have to push basketball forward into the future. And basically what they're going to do is change the way we teach, 
the way we enjoy, the way we play this game, so that we all have a greater appreciation for the game. Um, so that's one of them. Um, but as far as what I can tell you right now is we're not going to stop at basketball. Mm. Rampage is a lifestyle. Anywhere there's a gatekeeper, we're coming after them. Because the time for suppressing talent is over. It's time for a new model. Um, Amazon did it with the book publishing industry. YouTube did it with the entertainment industry. But there are other industries where we see the same model that's suppressing talent. Rampage is a lifestyle. Yeah, well, at least, at least in some other areas, they, you know, YouTube specifically, they, they, they removed the gatekeepers, and then themselves became the gatekeeper, gatekeepers to right, right. censor things they don't like. So I don't know. How, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so we have, we have, and we have to always be on guard for that because wherever yeah. we have power centralized, there's a potential for that to happen. Yeah. So we got to stay true to that mission, and and the mission is giving people a fair opportunity to see what's inside of them, to discover what's possible for them. Mm. If we stay true to that, then I think we can avoid that temptation to overuse power or abuse power. Yeah. So are you going to, okay, you just, you just said it in so many words, but I mean, would, would, uh, do I, do I get a little, do I get a little say in, in saying maybe like the NFL should be next? <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I go ahead and Absolutely. put that, re- put that request in? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I think, um, other leagues, other sports are going to see this, and 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 I think they're they're going to follow naturally, because like I said, there, there's going to be a renaissance in basketball, an explosion of talent coming onto the scene like we haven't seen before. In the same way that that YouTube has done it for the entertainment industry, so many people have now have an opportunity um, to let the world see their ability to entertain through YouTube. People who would not have gotten an opportunity otherwise. We're going to see the same thing in basketball. I got a question for you just now. Just, just, um, yes, sir. Just, it just came to mind. So, so let's just again play it out. However many years, and let's say that um, the NBA and then who NFL, whoever. What if they just decide that? Yeah, you know, we've got more resources. What have you? We're just going to start our own rim page. Uh. <laughs> We're just going to start our well, own rim page. Yes. Remember, our mission is to find the best player. So their league is naturally going to arrive at a champion. We still want to know who's the best. So now it's going to be our champion versus their champion. Because wherever you introduce competition, there's going to be that question in the mind of the fans. Whose champion is better? Is Rampage's champion better or the NBA? And naturally, we've got to get those guys together to compete. Yeah. I mean, so is the strategy to – is the strategy just to – it's it's kind of like um... – uh, I, don't, I can't remember the analogy I had, but is the strategy to just kind of become so well established and so well liked by the people, right? The mm-hmm. everyday people, the reg- the regular folks, everybody else, right? The 99, if you will, mm-hmm. um, that even if the NBA tried to emulate that people would kind of see right through it. Yeah. And they're, they're always going to be in a position where they're following. This mission is authentically in my heart. And so I have a clear vision for it. I always know the next step. They're always going to be following the next step. Um, and I think that that authenticity of the Rimpage brand is what's going to shine through and it's, is what's going to set us apart. Yeah. People are always going to be able to see that. In other words, I'm not just in this to make the money. I'm not just in this to get market share. I really want to see right. those athletes win. 
And that's going to, it's going to flow through everything we do at Rimpage. They're going to feel it. That's the thing. They're going to feel it. When they interact with this brand, they're going to feel that. And when they go to another brand, they're going to feel the difference. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I think they will. I think, I think in this day and age, people are really still starving for authenticity, man. Like true, yes. because I mean, we could, we could, this is a whole other conversation we could talk about as far yes. as, you know, AI and all these other things coming that, mm-hmm. that is, is, is going to make more and more people question what they see on a screen, even more than some right. already do. Like me, I don't believe nothing on a screen anymore, bro. Right. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> whether it's a TV <laughs> screen, <laughs> TV screen or a mobile phone. Sc- I, I don't believe anything on a screen right. anymore because what's behind yep. there and how it got there can be so manipulated. Right. And it's getting better and better yep. and harder and harder to distinguish real people saying things with voice enhancements and everything else. Right. Um, than the real thing. It, it's just, people are going to mm-hmm. be questioning so much. And I just, I really appreciate that, that, and I agree with you. I think that people will see through if that attempt is made. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. They will mm-hmm. see, they will see that your, your motives are authentic. Your motives are genuine. Your motives are not rooted in, in, in uh, self, if you will, right? Right. And that you really, because I mean, everybody, I mean, that's what most people do, right? You put a little money in the mix and forget right. about it. They're bought, they're done, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um, I just, I appreciate that that your heart is in the right place, man. I really appreciate that you are trying to really offer genuine opportunity that normally wouldn't be there. Yeah. I, Thank I, you. I love it, Thank man. You. I appreciate it. So it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's well, that's fun. the thing. It's gratifying, right? It is like, <laughs> yes. you know, I. It's it is. It's truly gratifying when you find, when you find true purpose, in in what you. And I mean, I think we established before. You you're a person of faith. I'm a person of faith. And yes. Yes. When you are, when you finally get to that place, when with you're in alignment on a path of what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. makes all the difference in the world. All makes, the difference in all the world. The difference in the world, bro. When and, when when you wake up in the morning. You're on fire for life versus before I had this, before I knew what I was supposed to be doing, I had the fire inside burning. It's like burning ambition and nowhere to to aim it. Yeah. No, no purpose to direct it at. And it feels different. It's heavy. It's heavy. Now it's light. Like I'm flying. <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. I get it. Like I'm I'm one of those again, Looney Club, right? I'm one of those weirdos, bro, that that like. The weekend comes, today's Friday, right? Okay, yeah. So tomorrow and Sunday are kind of like yes. my worst days because I'm waiting for Monday to come back around so I can get back to work, you know? Like, you can get back to work. one of those strange yes. cats. Monday's yeah. a favorite day. So, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. All right, man. So we're kind of we're kind of wrapping it up. You provided so much okay. cool insight, so much information that I think people are going to love to hear. And so the last question, the final question I always ask everybody mm-hmm. is um, – if you could leave the audience with just one thing, okay, it's got to be one thing that they could start okay. doing right now that would set them on the path to becoming undeniable, what would that one thing be? Allow yourself. Just allow yourself to think deeply about what you want. What do you want in this life? Never mind how you're going to get it. Not, don't even think about the how. Just decide what do you want 
and let that be as big and as crazy as you want it to be. Just take the shackles off your imagination and just decide what do you want in life? Admit it to yourself. Like some people won't even admit it to themselves. They won't allow themselves to say it to their, their own self. What do you want in life? Connect with that, with what you want in life. Yeah, it's awesome. And we are accepting applications into the Big Thinkers Looney Club. So you are <laughs> yes. all welcomed here. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Patrick, what, how can people connect with you? How can people connect with Rimpage? If there's a, if there's a, a, a someone who is who loves basketball, wants to mm-hmm. wants to get involved in everything, how can they connect with you and, and get involved? The the website is rimpage.club, not not dot com, but rimpage.club, um, and that's not rampage, but rimpage with an I. Rim is a reference to basketball, and page is a reference to stories. We're telling stories about basketball players. Mm. Uh, so it's rimpage.club. Um, the Instagram is rimpage underscore BC, B as in boy. Um, and we have a Facebook group. I would really, that would be the first thing I would ask, is that you join our Facebook group, Rimpage's Facebook group. Please join that community. Um, we're changing the world together. We're making history. It's exciting there. That'll really give you a sense of Rimpage's culture. <clears throat> Awesome. And then, of course, you can reach me on Instant Messenger there in the group. Very nice. Uh, for Yeah, all of these links will be easily accessible in the show notes, so don't worry about having to remember it. It'll be right there for you to click on and to go connect with Patrick, who's making big moves, providing genuine opportunity based on individual merit, and that alone, my friend, is something that is much needed in our communities much needed and i appreciate you doing it i'm grateful that you're doing it i'm grateful that we met i'm looking forward to establishing this friendship and building on it bro i hope this won't be the last time you come i'd love for you to come back give updates promote it more this platform is available to you anytime (laughs) you want to do that thank you so much man this is awesome this is awesome (laughs) awesome patrick thank you so much for being there i appreciate it man and i appreciate the work that you do god bless thank you god bless you take care well That was it for this episode. I hope that it brought some authentic value into your life. If you didn't hear any nuggets that were undeniably valuable to you here today, then clearly something is wrong with you because you must not have been listening. So before you go listen to another episode, because I know that's what you're going to do. I just know it. I feel it in my heart, right? Pay the toll so we can roll. Now, what does that mean? When you drive up to a toll road, what do you do? You pay it first before you get on and get access to it, right? What does that mean? That just means a couple things. Share the show, leave us a nice review. Doing those two simple, quick things helps us grow the show so we can help inspire the masses, help reach more people who can get exposed to Rimpage, participate, create opportunities for themselves, and excel. That's what we need, all right? Because remember, you cannot become undeniable if you are uninformed. And make sure, as always, you bless up, Mon, and I'm out. Nice. <laughs>